1: Yo, Easy. What's up, guys? My name is Evan Duvall. This is Easy Does It. Thank you for joining us.
2: Welcome to the Easy Podcast. Thanks for the introduction, (laughs) guys. You're welcome.
1: What's up, guys? I'm here with Bryce and Nathan, uh, new friends of mine that I just met out here in Ocean Beach. Um, They were out busking at the farmer's market out here, and there's something about buskers with talent. And Mm. we spoke about this Mm. before that I don't know what it is, but I don't have it in me to just walk by somebody playing. (laughs) It's amazing how many people do though, (laughs) right? Yeah, 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 it is. (laughs) And you know, I I heard y'all playing, and it like I expressed to y'all before, man. It's y'all just had this aura about you, especially Mm. that dynamic. And as I've gotten um, to know y'all more, it it it's apparent that y'all are having a lot of fun right now and a special mm. place in your life. Mm-hmm. Um, and free out here, fellow van lifers. <laughs> yes. And, um, there's a lot of value in, um, in talking about the realities of what this lifestyle, um, kind of brings and you I know, mean, how the rea- it's,
2: yeah, the reality is it fixes all your problems. You <laughs> yeah, never, once you move into a van, you're never sad again. <laughs> um, you'll never be lonely because your life is on Instagram. Yeah. yeah. No, it, it's,
1: it's all picture perfect. it's, it's a, it's a completely hashtag, accurate hashtag representation of my life. Of <laughs> my life. Yeah. Yeah. Perfect. Yeah. We're actually glorified bums. Yeah. 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 I
2: have enough serotonin in my brain to probably sustain happiness for most of the state. Honestly, yeah. Yeah. it's true.
0: Like if you want clout, just buy a white van and all of yeah. sudden people respect Strayed you. Up. Yeah. Spray paint yeah. the windows. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. So, so I I actually get. like Half the people will think you're crazy, and the other half will be like, "Oh, I want to be like you. I want to get a van. And you get to like. I'll carry that around on your shoulder. It's
2: always really hard when you're, like, actually very depressed and somebody comes up and is just like,
0: dude, you're living the life. And you're just like, don't tell me that right now. Oh, my gosh. I was one time, I had food poisoning, and it was like, when you're sick in a van, that's, like, the worst thing in the world. And I was outside of an REI. I was, like, trying to buy, like, a new sleeping bag, and this girl came up, and she's like, tell me the dream's as good as it looks. And I, like, rolled down the window, like, (laughs) after just throwing up in my trash can (laughs) in the back, and I was like, If your mental health sucks now... Once you put it in a box, it's so much worse. <laughs> and then get sick on top of that. It's like, this is a prison oh. right here. And she like looked at me like this like just 20 crushed. year old chick just came out of REI with all the new like hipster like camping supplies. And I'm like, this isn't the life for you, man. <laughs> this is not it.
2: Yeah. And it's like a lot of the people who get into it depends on it depends on what your background is. Like yeah, if, if true. you if you get into like most of the people that I've met who have gotten into it, who have really thrived have already lived, they've done a lot of backpacking right. their ex- Modest lives, ex-military. There, there's something like there's some kind of endurance mindset to the people who succeed. Mm. The people who want to live in an apartment on wheels are immediately (laughs) aware of like the fact that it is actually a metal box. Right. Yes. Like the fact that we've made it really homey is mm. an illusion. Yeah. Like, <laughs> it's literally for our survival. For like I hung a
0: picture of my family because I need that to survive yeah. on a bad day. Like, Don't understand. It's not because I, it's homey. It's yeah. Like,
2: <laughs> there's there's something, I mean you can have an existential crisis anywhere but there's something yeah. uniquely yeah. like existential about having an existential crisis in a Walmart parking yeah. lot next yep. to a crack at Yeah. Like, <laughs> it's so true. Like, but,
0: like, so with my, like, my Instagram and TikTok, like, I, some videos will blow up and I get so many DMs from people. Like, mm-hmm. usually, like, girls who are, like, I want to do the van life. <laughs> Excuse me. I want to do the van life. Like, tell me, how, like, how did you get started? And, like, usually I'm just, like, real quick. Like, oh, it's so great. But once they actually, like, are looking into it, mm-hmm. I'm, like, I do start going in, like, you should start here. Like, live yeah. out of your car for, like, a yeah, month get or, used to like, it. like like, learn how to, like, cook on a propane grill, like because I've had several people I get into van life and they'll like DM me like three months in and be like, I wish you were more honest. And I'm like, <laughs> Oh, like Marty was yeah, one of them. Yeah. And I was like, Oh, like shoot. So like, that's like challenged me and like my like social media, like influence to be more authentic. Yeah. And they're like mm. there's sad sides. There's like, this is how van life can look. And so like, that's, that's like been accountability for me mm. in like the van life world. But like, yeah, when people are actually going, like, everyone says they want to do it, but when people are actually, like, getting ready to make the jump, I'm like, hold on, time out. Right. Let's, like, run a meeting real quick. Well, mm. let's
1: let's get into that ourselves, you know, of, like, not so mm. much about already establishing the lifestyle, but also making that jump yourself, mm. you know? And I think, like, starting with, you know, where mm. you're from and kind of how you ended up on the where you are now you know i think yeah i know there's a there's a story behind that and um often that resonates with people because there is Mm -hmm. that moment where you're like fuck it yeah that leap of faith and it's obviously a project Mm -hmm. and then you know the lessons you've learned on the road but yeah bryce if you want to kind of talk about
2: where it all started for me it was van life was kind of the byproduct of everything in my life up to that point had pretty much dismantled itself Um, I was raised in this like really conservative Christian world. Mm -hmm. Um, I ended up meeting somebody in college. We got married. Um, we built a life together. We had all this kind of stuff going. The relationship fell apart. I left religion. I had a degree in it at that point. Um, as that all kind of collapsed, my marriage ended, I found myself in this like really existential place of just like Nothing in my life made sense anymore. My community was all gone. Uh, my sense of connectiveness to the ar- people around me was all gone because it was, it was all based on this religion that I was, like, no longer a part of. Yeah. Um, and so I found myself just, like, realizing, like, I didn't want to be in the city I was in. I was living in Spokane, Washington, which is brutally cold and Mm. gross and gnarly and gray and dreary for a huge portion of the year so i was just getting really depressed and having a really hard time and i was just ready to kind of just run away um and i was gonna just get like a just like a gmc like Mm. whatever like something really small and cheap and i rolled a joint one night and i like realized that if i sold everything i owned i could afford a down payment on a van Mm. and that like the roi would be really good because vans have such a high perceived value and so i was like well if i can afford getting the van and this was right around the pandemic i was on unemployment i was like i can actually afford renovating it and then when i'm done i'll have something to sell um and at that time i was like not on social media really at all. I still am, am struggling to, like, be present <laughs> on social media. I'm trying it's just, to stay on them about I that. I know. Everybody's pushing me to do it. It's hard. Um, So I didn't really even get into it for the aesthetic of the right. thing. Or, like, I was just, like, really unhappy Looking with where I out. was. And I was trying to run away. And I literally got into my van, and it when I moved into it full time, it was legitimately a metal box. Mm-hmm. Like, there was no renovation done. There was no bed. There was no... It was nothing. Yeah. It was just all my stuff in boxes Blank in like canvas. Yeah, literally. And I just drove to Wyoming. Mm-hmm. like just I didn't yeah, I was just like, I'm just That's gonna go somewhere sometimes. Yeah. And I had one contact of a random friend that I knew um, We had texted a few times and they were out in uh, 10 sleep. I'm mm-hmm. a climber, and so right. they were climbing out there. And I went out there and I just posted up. I think I was planning on being there like, you know, three to five days. And I was there for about six weeks. Yeah, um, yep, how it goes. <laughs> you, you find like a group of people and you just settle in. And for me, the whole van life thing, I didn't really even consider myself somebody who would be like a van lifer or like I didn't really use that term a whole lot. Because to me, that had a lot to do with people who were like on Instagram mm. and, and they were living a lifestyle that was surrounded that was about aesthetic and it was about posting it was about engagement it was about going to these beaches and i just wanted to climb rocks and hang hang out with my friends yeah Yeah, like i had no way to get out exactly um so i was just running around with my friends and i wasn't really even playing music at the time Mm. i had a little bit of savings and i was just planning on running away from all my problems like i had no plan Mm. um i was just stressed and i Eventually, like with the whole climbing thing, I had my guitar with me and it had, you know, year and a half old strings and about five of them probably (laughs) left. And uh, I started playing music for friends and then started writing songs. And then we all got really, 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 really broke ran out of weed mm-hmm. and uh, a friend was like you know you could probably just go play this on a street corner and mm-hmm. get us some herb and uh carry the team bro he just <laughs> called you out so i just like i went out and so you
1: call a
0: record deal <laughs> dude honestly like i went out and Come just started strong, doing man. that
2: and it it totally worked i was getting enough money for food and gas and uh, you know all the supplies we needed And, yeah. and what mm-hmm. what clicked to me was i don't think i really had a a real clarity of what I was doing at the time when I moved into the van. But in hindsight, I realized like living in a van is like one of the best financial moves you can possibly make because yeah. yeah. my monthly overhead is, is minuscule. It right. is so freaking tiny. It's a
1: car payment. You'd already be making. Yeah. It's know? so yeah. small.
2: Yeah. And then like my income in reflection is also incredibly small, Yeah. which means that I qualify for everything. Right. I mean, I qualify for food stamps. Yeah. I qualify for healthcare I qu- because realistically, If I were to make what I need to make to pay rent, Mm -hmm. I stop qualifying for those things. And then I'm Mm -hmm. actually in a worse financial situation. Mm -hmm. So it's because of the way our situation is, like, I can't make more money. Like If I make more money, I actually have less resources. Mm -hmm. I'm Mm -hmm. actually struggling more. Right. so given the situation as it stands having the smallest monthly overhead you possibly can and making as little money as you can is yeah. is ideal unless you're going to clear the gap and start making like properly you know enough to pay for your own insurance and your own like all that stuff
1: right especially as the cost of living rises yeah everywhere yeah, yeah. and as somebody
2: who doesn't have a career laid out in front of him, like that was the move mm-hmm. like in hindsight I'm like that was the luckiest joint I ever smoked where I was just like you know what like I'm just going to sell everything and go live on the road yeah, like, yeah. Well,
1: you know, and there's so much more to that. You know, you're talking about kind of the situation you're in Mm -hmm. and it all being encapsulated around this church or, you know, Mm -hmm. religion and, Mm -hmm. you know, the amount that you probably already felt like an outsider and then, you know, you're wanting to go. But still, I mean, I want to commend you for actually taking those steps Mm -hmm. because so many people don't Mm -hmm. because they feel like they owe other people something or you know that they they need to stay and it's like you really don't and probably everybody's better
0: off yeah it's so hard to actually take that step yeah i know people who have talked about van life for like four years and i'm like but that final yeah, step it. or they even have like a van sitting out in their front yard. Yeah. And like but to actually like take right. that step of like closing any sort of like real life door yeah. it's is so hard. Well, my, is so hard. My
1: social media is not really like front facing van life. Like yeah it, like the people that know me well know that I'm on the road right now, right. but like that's not like my thing. Mm-hmm. Um and so I don't really have people reaching out. But if I ever run across somebody like that's asking me about van life. Yeah. They say they want to do it. Yep. And, uh, you know, I always take it with a grain of salt and I'm yep. like, you're either going to do it or you're not. Like yeah.
0: just jump in if yeah. you're going to do it. But and I've learned like, you have to right. be careful. Like, right. like, like, like I said earlier, like you wouldn't expect someone to be like, you're they're Like only expectation comes from watching you yeah, do on this. the internet and yeah. like, yeah. It, and you're like, it's scary cuz you like get a dm and you're like oh this is yeah it's great you know like you don't put anything into it yeah. but yet there's someone sitting there who's like like i've gotten crazy compliments on social media just from like do like the way you live authentic and like mm-hmm. the way you create community and like it's it's encouraged me to like give this up and start this and you're like how like i'm just literally mm. like just, <laughs> I'm just my goal myself, is to just yeah. put out three videos a day that's it like i'm not trying to change anyone <laughs> no but but it's oh, crazy i don't think you
1: give yourself as much credit though, right because like yeah. i've seen your stuff and the way you'd like show up as a human being is very authentic right and you know it, it is effortless you're just right. being yourself but to other people like that's their ultimate goal right like, and like but that's it's almost inconceivable that you can be
0: yourself and it can work. Mm, yeah. Mm, right. Well, like so. I was just talking about like, like influences on social media on one of my posts. And it was like, like gone are the days where you have to look perfect to have a following. Like it's gone kind on of the, the opposite. Yeah. It's yeah. like, Full it's like texture. Yeah. And like, there God. still are the accounts like that where it's like some super attractive person is like, got, you know, son, tons of followers. But yeah. like, The majority of it's like normal people watching normal people do things that they want and like them vicariously living through it is like huge and so like it's more relatable yeah exactly like that's what i watch i watch videos of people who are like doing stuff that i want to do and then i try to do that and then people watch me and it's like it's like when you want everyone to succeed around you and like you want people to be happy, you want like Mm. your followers who always wanted to be in a van to like actually get in a van and like try something like take that risk. And like, if it doesn't work, like I've also like helped encourage people to like step out of van life because Mm. when they get it and it's not working for them, I'm like, Hey, you're literally just doing this. You're just doing this now because you have it. Like, like, and one of my good friends moved, like was in Indiana and then moved to Denver and now she's happy there. And Mm. like, and she knew when to give it up, and it was right, hard because right. that was so much of her identity. identity. But like, it's like when you want everyone to succeed around you, and everyone to essentially like be in a better mind space. It's like it's very, it's just like cool when you can do that just by being authentic. So, and,
1: so you're originally from Florida. Yeah. Where Where did it start? Like, what was your get, I'm getting out moment?
0: Okay. So for me, backstory for me is yeah, born and raised in Florida. Went to college in Knoxville, Tennessee. And then it kind of just, I had a Volkswagen van, van again, 1986, rebuilt the whole thing with my dad. And then it broke down all the time. I was scared of vans. Like I would <laughs> smell gas and like, I would be like, I'm like, I would be broke down and I'd be fixing it. And of, I hated yeah, vans. <laughs> so I went from like wanting to do yeah. van life in a Volkswagen to hating vans. And like, yeah. I still like see, a, I smell a Volkswagen and I'm like, like PTSD. <laughs> like, yeah. I'm, like I'm like I, like, I pushed her Volkswagen the other day and I was like, yep, know what that is, fuel pump. And, um, but- then I went to college, and then I sold my my van and bought a Honda, uh, a, Honda a Hyundai, um, Sport uh, Santa Fe. There it is. Mm-hmm. And um, after college, I didn't know what I wanted to do. All my friends were getting married, you know, it was a Christian college. Mm-hmm. That's what they do. And I got an air mattress, and I was going to go on a two week long road trip, and then I to Indiana and back to Florida, and I ended up actually living out of my car for four months mm. and just like in the back of it i went from florida to washington i yeah. went to all the weddings and then i just accidentally kept going west yeah <laughs> and it was like amazing like i was like meeting people all over that's like where i felt like that was like the best of any of my travels it was mm. like the peak of it and, and so mm. like i went back home and i worked for like nine months just like 40 hours like living with my parents just mm-hmm. grinding and in my head it was stacking like cash. what am i doing no yeah. it wasn't even like stacking cash it was just like like, oh, I'm working norm. because yeah. I have to work. Like, yeah. what am I doing? Like, mm. what is my life? What is, like, and I got so depressed. And, like, mm. I would I would work at, like, 7 a.m. I'd be at work, and I'd come home at, like, 5. I'd eat dinner, and I'd game till, like, yeah. 12 and yeah. go to bed and, like, wake up. And, like, I was getting no sleep. Yeah. I was just gaming with my online friends. And then I uh, I did that. And I was, like, I was always just trying to chase a new experience. That's one thing that, that's big about me It's like, I chase experiences, and I do it well. But I've learned that I, like run from my normal life to chase experiences now. And that's what I'm working through. But like, I went to Austria for two months and did a leadership program there. And then I came back and I worked and then I went to Nebraska and I worked at a coffee shop there and I like was miserable. And then I was just like, I was always doing these like adventures where I'm like, why don't I just live more frugal Mm. and like, kind of the way I have been I have money saved up so I'm like the van lifer who just worked really hard saved up a lot of money and then I've worked seasonal gigs from like I've done adventure therapy field guiding for four months where you just live in your van for six days work eight days and you you can accumulate money like Bryce was saying like when you don't have like a lot of overhead fees it's just like what you make you and if, if you're frugal, Haircuts, yeah, don't eat them. Don't nope. eat them. I'm a bum. <laughs> yeah, and like it's just like I've eaten ramen. Actually, it's so funny when I first got on the road, like two weeks into being in a van, I was like so bad. It was like such a bad headspace. I was like, what am I doing with my life? It was like the check yourself kind of right. moment, where I was like, I I felt like a creep when I would walk up to someone at a park just yeah. to meet them, but I was yeah. so lonely and like my it. energy was just so heavy, and yeah. I was just like. And then I was just like, you know what? This is what you've always wanted to do, Nathan. Send it. Just, like, yeah, straight just send it. Yeah. Like, who cares what anyone thinks mm-hmm. about you? Yeah. Just send it. Like, you, you're you living your dream. Like, you're living that dream that you always thought you were living and you don't like it. Like, mm-hmm. what's wrong? Like, step yeah. it up and, like, yeah. enjoy it and mm-hmm. meet people and travel and do this thing. And so I did. And it, it got, like, significantly better for a while. And then I started hitting that, like, that like the, the like, real authentic, like, mental mental health spot where it's, like, kind of, like, where I think every van lifer eventually hits is, like, now why am I really doing this? Like, right. who is the real mm-hmm. me? Well, that
1: seems to change, you know, yeah. as we explore. Yeah. Um, you know, I think
0: I, I hear that there's
1: a disconnect between under under the surface, like, the life you wanted to live and then the life you were living, mm-hmm. right? And it was there's there's that disconnect. And I've been there myself when I was working jobs that yeah. weren't completely in alignment, even though, like, I like the job itself or I like the people I worked with or these things, but I knew in my heart that I wasn't living out my own truth. Right. right? And that, that disconnect, um, is what we have to overcome to, to get back into alignment. Right. And Mm. so I think, you know, as people take that step and start to explore I think ultimately that's what everybody is attracted to. It's not necessarily the hashtags. It's not necessarily this perfect lifestyle. What they're attracted to is this sense of freedom that Mm. you must be you know enjoying at times like there's always ebb and flow there's right. always highs yes. and lows yes but the reality is is so many people are looking for a way out mm-hmm. but they don't know how right and that's what people are attracted to through social media yes. through real life that's why people come up to you in your van yep. and just yell a question and at you and you're like do you want to introduce yourself yeah and it's mm. so true you know, so like, though like i they a woman like, don't know how s- like step like in my van earlier she's <laughs> like where are you from in texas and i was just like looked uh, up yeah. i was like reading and I was yeah. like Austin <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Dude, Dude, was like, no a, personal space yeah, yeah, people yeah. have a
2: hard time with that is like I'll like often if I'm parked somewhere yeah. which is like you know we don't have a private neighborhood no, yeah. to go be in like right. no, I'm at a no, park yeah, right? yeah. So it's like I'll pull up somewhere and I'll need to like shut the door and put the blinds up. And then I'm like really in this dark space. Right. And What I want is like the doors open and everything. Mm-hmm. But when you leave that door open, people just take Everybody it as an invite. Yeah. No, i <laughs> leave, leave it open. Yeah. Let really? them come. Oh, Let yeah. them go. <laughs> if,
1: if
0: you follow me, we'll chat. Yeah. <laughs> oh, you want to know my whole life real. story? Here. I always yell
1: at people when they're taking pictures of my vans. like, you better tag it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it just comes out of the van. Yeah, it's true. It's true. <laughs> but, it's so uh, funny. I get well, – sick. yeah. I want to talk about um, all, you know music as well mm. you know because Nathan your perspective on this is is <laughs> awesome because like you don't even consider yourself Nathan a, musician. Still doesn't like, think I, he's a musician when, when you I started when this you talk, podcast right. you were like
0: I just wanted to like you know I love the idea of like a talented musician and instantly yeah. I'm like I'm out I can't be no, a part of this but podcast but you are right and that's, that's I what know.
1: I was saying earlier like I don't think you give yourself think... enough credit because like you're doing it dude like and I mean that's this outward expression whatever you your medium is is Mm it's like one of the most essential things to find one hopefully because it's fucking fun yeah two um, maybe you know buys a tank of gas
0: it does sometimes Yeah. yeah
1: Yeah. and like but that's really not what matters you Mm -hmm. know what really matters is that we're out expressing ourselves um, in whatever capacity that is and that is so important to have. Yeah. Yep. Um, and, you know, what you get out of sharing that with people and getting feedback. Yep. Mm-hmm. I know we've talked about this, Bryce, where just the exchange of pouring your heart out through music
2: mm. yeah. in
1: an environment where not everybody's going to listen mm-hmm. or care,
2: mm-hmm.
1: you know. And I, I want to talk about uh, what you brought up about the kids
2: Mm. yeah kids don't walk past you yeah like you were saying about how like you're like i can't even imagine like hearing that and then just walking right past it right and you know maybe maybe you're a musician maybe you're a songwriter and maybe you've you've found yourself in a place where you can play and sing music that moves people Mm -hmm. dope you go out and you do that on a street corner you'll find even though you'll have experiences where people will stop and they will listen and you'll have you know these incredible exchanges, which I've I've always referenced. They're the furthest feeling from loneliness you can possibly experience. Mm-hmm. You go dump yourself out to strangers, and they sit there with you, and they feel really present. Mm-hmm. The world feels full of people who understand you. But you'll also have these experiences where people just go walking right past you. Yeah, yeah. I don't and, and, even the, hear it. and even even if you're really good, you know, I, I was telling uh, Easy here about this this. Uh, violinist who is like this world class violinist he yeah, had a he show at this at big stadium Juilliard. yeah dude i mean he's just like absolutely top tier he's yeah. got this massive sold out stadium show later that evening and to demonstrate this they brought him down to a subway and I've had him play and that. everybody <laughs> just walked right past him best music one of the best violinists in the world yeah. so it doesn't really matter how good you are people go walking right past you saying, dude, but yeah, kids I don't i had
1: a job interview and been like well i'm busy know, I'm right. hanging out. yeah and and <laughs> yeah. kids
2: feel that way kids will walk past you and yeah. like if you're really on something um and And I think every musician has experienced that thing where it feels a little beyond themselves, where it's just like, there's something magical happening. I'm just present for it. When, when that's occurring, kids don't walk past you. They'll sit on the ground. Yeah. They don't
1: have schedules. (laughs) They don't have responsibilities, you know? And I think it's all of our jobs to maintain a little bit of that. Mm -hmm. Oh yeah. Like that childlike innocence where you're admiring the world. I was talking about, um, the documentary given. Have you ever seen that? No, I haven't. So it's this, it's this movie. I've seen it a, a couple times documentary a couple times where um this mom and dad they're both from hawaii uh, pro surfers um and they have like a four-year-old and a newborn and they decided to take the same trip that his dad took him on around the whole mm. world right whoa and so they take this four-year-old and this newborn like on a bus across the U S and they hop and they, you know, they just keep yeah. traveling through vans, buses, boats, whatever yeah. it takes. They film this whole documentary and it's narrated by the four year old oh, and no, it's cool. the most innocent, like lighthearted. Mm. Like he describes like what they're seeing oh, and the people so that they're cool. meeting and you know, check that yeah, out. he's like, there's, he's talking about this old man that's um, – I think he's playing music, like, up in the mountains of, like, Iceland. And he's like, and then we made we met a man with a face full of wrinkles. You know, oh, it's just his yeah. perception. So cool. and, you know, I saw that documentary. And I was like, man, like, we, we should all aspire to yeah. keep that childlike innocence about yeah. us and playfulness. And I think, you know, putting yourself in a situation where you're not exactly tied to anything yeah. – um you know we
0: always joke about how we don't really have any plans you yeah, know yeah. it's like i'm probably available <laughs> yes you know? yeah that like child like that innocence or that view that's one of my my favorite professor he was like he's the oldest one and i he was like a child it was yeah. amazing like yeah. and i and i would he would like invite me out to lunch and took a, took me skiing and it was i was yeah. like and then i i asked him i was like how like like because when i'm old i want to be exactly like that right. he's like nathan don't lose your wide eye wonder. Right. And I'm like, what does that mean? Like, yeah. tell me more. And he was like, remember when you like walked into like the old, like general store and there was like these tubs full of candy and you're like a kid, like on your tiptoes looking yeah. in like, and you're like, and then your dad's like, you can get a pound of candy. And you're like, you're like, weighing them and you're like you want you want the rock candy you want the legos you want the you want the you know you you like really calculate what you want and you're so into it yeah and then you get older and then you know what candy you like and you just walk in and you grab your candy and next you don't even go to the candy section and you just start looking at clothes and it's right. like that's like life we're so often mm-hmm. like we we're like in the monotony of it so often we miss like looking up and seeing like the beauty around yeah us. i
1: was just talking about this yeah i, I did another podcast this morning where we're talking about it as like racehorses with yeah. blinders on you know yeah. and it's like if your perception is only as wide as where you've got to be like the finish yeah. line then you start to miss out on a yeah. whole life of experiences mm, that yep. are right in front mm. of you yeah whether you see them or not yeah that's that's on you like don't lose you know? your and wide i wonder. think that's what it's that's so true. what creates a more like cynical type presence in this yep. world instead of being open-minded open-hearted and with a sense of curiosity Mm -hmm. and i think you know as we were talking about earlier about like taking this leap and not necessarily knowing or understanding how hard it's going to be or the discomforts that come along with this lifestyle but we're all weighing out whether that's worth it or not Mm -hmm. yeah i have the same fucking answer every day right yes Yes. it's fucking worth it totally you know because the, the stresses that I used to deal with, the pressure, the expectations, right. um, all of those things, I mean, they will crush you. Mm, right. I think that's why there's so many health conditions. Mm, yeah. Like, ultimately, like, there was something about starting in Texas and heading west where I was, like, meditating and thinking about what that – Voyage used to be, like, for right. people in fucking wagons. Oh, my god! You know? I always do that. Yeah. Epic. Yeah. Like, yeah like through years. you years. Know, <laughs> territories with Indians and, like, you know, Rock Most pictures, people yeah. would set out and not make it. You right. know, it'd be a completely different group that started the trip, yep. that finished the trip. True. And it's like, man, like, I can knock out a state in a day, yeah. you know, in yeah. this machine that's my home, you yep. right know, and that's fucking cool. <laughs> it's really because cool. Because yeah. I think what – what allows us to expand as human beings, what allows us to grow is perspective. Oh, yeah. However you acquire that, whether that's books or talking to strangers, approaching people at parks, mm-hmm. just having conversations and crossing paths with people that you don't, you shouldn't necessarily cross paths with, you know, in, in some sense. Right. Debatable. Right, right. No, <laughs> I know what you're saying. But... You know, I think like social media is the most realistic aspect of that same interaction to most people, right? Mm-hmm. Because they are so boxed in. Yeah. And
2: but I when you're moving around like, this much, you yeah, get, you get such a broader. Totally.
1: Yeah. And that'll benefit you later down the road in relationships yeah. and but yeah, the and people that you parenting meet. or whatever it is. Nathan yeah.
2: and I were even talking about like you know like, the way that different political groups view each other Mm -hmm. is really fascinating Mm because they have the same view about each other. And as you go, like, you know, I've been from Florida, you know, I'm on the West coast now. Yeah. Like I've been everywhere from, I've been everywhere from Washington to Mexico to Virginia, to Wisconsin, Mm -hmm. to Texas, to Wyoming. Like I've been all over in my van and you find people who love their children, uh, people who care about their communities people who want to see the people struggling in their communities um, succeed and feel better. Um, You see people who want kids to have a bright future. And you see this all across the board. And – what's really fascinating is as you go to these places that are more left leaning and more right leaning, they all perceive the other group as like backwards cavemen. Yeah, Like they're crazy people. Yeah. And you're like, have you met them? Like yeah. they go live in a van and just travel around the country. And, you're and when that's yes. your only, yeah. when that's
0: your only community, you don't care what they believe yeah. because they're your only friend. Man, <laughs> like, yeah. I mean,
2: it's, it's, it's
1: honestly wild. And it, like at this moment, like I have friends, I've got peers I know people that are leaving, living realities that are so vastly different. Yeah. And that's okay, right? Yeah. yeah. Like, but I I don't know how I wake up every day and have conversations that inspire me and give me this like feeling that like life is good. Ultimately, mm. no matter how low I am, I'm probably gonna meet yeah. one person a day that like lifts my spirits. Yeah. You know, because I'm putting myself in a position where I cross paths with people Mm -hmm. you know and you know i think there's this side of our society that you know wakes up in their temperature controlled house they walk into the garage get in their car drive to work pull into another garage take an elevator to their cubicle sit on a screen all day go back down to their garage pull back into their garage Turn on Netflix, right, and then but, or the news, and then mm-hmm. they get fed with fear and negativity. Yeah. But mm-hmm. what I one thing like, I've
0: learned though is like. I've learned to just be able to say like to each their own, like some people need that lifestyle. Some people would hate this and like comfortable. Yes, it's 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 safe and it's secure. And they're creating, they're creating this like lifestyle that they wanted as a kid and they're happy. Like my dad loves that. Like that, that's what he was meant. He was like Mm. from a disheveled family and that's like the life he wanted to create. And that's one thing that I'm like, like it's, to each their own. Like this lifestyle is yeah. not for everyone. And like, no. I will not push someone who's like happy, but like, I think one thing that we do well as van livers is like, we're really aware of like our mental health, or at least we know when we're off and we know when we're on. But like you were saying, like you wake up and you're like, is this worth it? Like, and you're, you're always like, yes. And if they can answer that, like, Oh yes, it's yeah. worth it. Then good for them. But like, one thing I've noticed is like with this lifestyle, I think when you do van life for a while, you start to wake up and, and, that yes, it's worth it starts to get dimmer. And you're like, Hmm. wait a second, how can I make this worth it again? And I think that's where I'm at in this lifestyle is like, I've done this for 16 months now. And it's like, It's always been worth it until like a month ago. It's like, wait a second. Is this worth it? And I think that's where like, that's why I'm like waking up. I'm trying to like connect with more people. I'm trying Mm -hmm. to create a social media platform. I want to start getting like Mm -hmm. sponsorships. I want to start traveling again. I want to start, I'm doing therapy. Like I had Mm -hmm. to create the, like, is this worth it again? Because Mm -hmm. you can get so comfortable. Like that was just waking up and be like, yeah, it's worth it. But, but I think we also are aware of what we need more so now. And so, it's very important to create a life, mm-hmm. no matter what it looks like, sure. to where you can wake up, feel like there's purpose, and feel like it is worth it.
1: Yeah, I agree. And, you know, that wasn't necessarily, like, pointing my finger and saying right, anybody's no. right or wrong. Right. Like, I, if someone's happy, and, <laughs> yes. and people are, like, some people's best aspirations are my biggest fears that make me mm-hmm. nauseous and mm-hmm. like sometimes i wish it's i had so more true. of that you know <laughs> yeah and i'm sure sometimes they, they wish that they right. had to the kind of what i'm living yeah but it's true everybody's on their own program yeah and you can't save anybody you nope. know it's nah. like we're all our only job is to be the best person that we can be mm-hmm. treat people the best way we know how right and continually evolve that yes mm-hmm. you know and i think what i'm hearing you know for you is like just trying to figure out kind of what's next like that's that's ultimately my greatest fear in this life is feeling stagnant in Mm -hmm. any form Mm. if i feel like i'm not progressing or growing and whether that's you know the you know attainment of various like knowledge or reading or just meeting people or being inspired or growing or pushing myself in these aspects If I'm not doing any of that, like, what's my purpose here? It's and so that's true. what starts to get really uncomfortable. Yeah. And whether you're the freest person on the, in the planet is just escaping mm. or you're, you know, you've built this life where you're boxed in and with no yeah. way out. No, and, and both that's not comfortable places. Mm. to be. It's
0: so true. But like meeting someone like you is like always encouraging, like, because I've been in like like you're a van lifer who's like working hard grinding has like these desires and aspirations like you you're moving and like i think like i would travel with a van life crew and they they every one of them was like trading like doing like amazon drop shipping they were making like thousands of dollars a week on their computer in a coffee shop for a right. couple hours yeah. and like hmm. i got the most done i've ever gotten yeah. done because i'm like okay nathan just try to stay busy you know yeah. like just act like you have something yeah. and i think it's so easy in this like this like like we were talking about earlier, Bryce and I, it's so easy to think that you just want to like sit on the beach and do nothing. Yeah. And there, you, you can don't. find people in this lifestyle Yeah, and they do that. And then after like you said, like 48 hours, you're like, All wait right. a second. <laughs> you know, like I actually want these, like I want yeah. to be working towards something yeah. and yeah.
2: stuff. I mean, I think it's, I think it's hardwired in us. Like I don't yeah. think like we were talking about while you were out kind of taking your phone call like a lot of people think like, man, if I could just, eliminate all the things i have to do and i could finally be free to just relax Mm -hmm. indefinitely i'd be so happy and it's like you wouldn't like i promise like it's hardwired in us to need purpose to need something we want to be doing to need challenges associated with that purpose because i don't know like i'm not like a huge philosophy buff but Mm -hmm. like every philosophy across the world is is all going to agree that like life contains suffering no matter how yeah. you approach it, no matter what you do. Yeah. So if you don't have a way to give context to that suffering, then you're screwed. Mm-hmm. So like the way that I think about that is like you need meaning. And if you don't, if you don't have meaning, then your suffering is meaningless, which is the worst kind. Yeah. But if you have some reason for your suffering, if, if it's a means to an end, if it if it does something that you're like willing, you just have such a higher tolerance. Like I, I was on Adderall for a while and I got off Adderall because it was – kind of ruining my life in a lot of ways and the suffering that came after that the withdrawals everybody talked about how hard the withdrawals was I like dominated the withdrawals mm-hmm. yeah. they were really uncomfortable I felt miserable like I was really really miserable
1: but you understood it but was there necessary. was a reason
2: yeah there was yeah. context and so I woke up in the morning and I threw a hoodie on and I had my hood over my head because I was just like man I look like a ghost and I was just like I would walk around town I just kind of got moving
0: mm-hmm. and
2: I probably looked a little scary but I was sitting there enduring what I was feeling and it felt so I don't know. It felt meaningful. It felt purposeful. I was like, I feel this way so that I don't have to feel this way ever again. Right. Mm. Like it was like it, it had all this meaning. So one of the most miserable times of my life was, was, was completely fine. Yeah. And I'll have times where I'm like barely suffering, but because I have no reason behind it, it just feels so much more intense.
1: I think that's something that, like we were talking about, like people being more transparent, people being more real, being authentic, like just being themselves, showing those highs and lows is so important because it is not realistic that it's all, you know, good vibes only all the Mm. time. No, real vibes. You're not doing yourself a service by living in a way where you just like expect to be happy all the time or acting like you are because ultimately you're neglecting aspects of this life. (laughs) This (laughs) dog out here
2: is making the craziest sound
1: oh my god <laughs> I, if anybody's listening that's not a seagull that, that, that is a that is a small dog <laughs> howling at a bird i could have sworn it was a seagull
2: i feel like one of the ways that like i try to help provide some kind of like honesty with the way that i do my lifestyle is like while i don't spend a lot of time on social media and i'm not like blasting my stuff all over the place mm-hmm. um with my music even and like with busking like I've had a lot of other musicians come up to me after I'm done busking and you know they'll say some kind of nice compliment about the way their my music resonated with them, mm. but they'll also, you know ask like, you know, oh man, you're gonna make it and I, and what goes through goes through my head is like what is that? I already yeah. did like yeah. what are you talking <laughs> this about? Is like, winning like <laughs> <guys? laughs> <laughs> I'm paying my bills playing music like yeah. I, I totally did it. I don't yeah. know what you're talking about. yeah um, and I think <laughs> when I'm Love that. when I'm like the most honest version of myself, I think, I have an opportunity to communicate like a lot of optimism around music as like a thing you can do and be. Um, because no, I don't sell millions of records. Like, no, I don't like this, 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 and this, but, if you were to ask me like, who are you and what do you do? I'm a musician. Like I write songs and those songs pay for all of my expenses. Yeah. So it's like, I did it. Like I I did it. You know what I mean? Like, (laughs) Like, I I I don't know what else there is to accomplish as a musician and as a songwriter. So that's why I think for me, like I like with van life, like, yeah, it's not this glorious, perfect thing, but I always try to encourage people to realize it's really accessible. It's so much less expensive than you think it is. Like people think it's like, oh you you nail your finances super hard and then you can go be a van lifer and it's kind of the opposite yeah. i'm like this is a much cheaper way to live yeah you know whatever your your hobby is your side hustle your thing that you actually want to be doing um you can do that if your monthly overhead is incredibly small and you yeah. have you're not are dumping. you willing to sacrifice? But, but like that's, yeah. yeah
0: that's like a perfect example like though like i made it like what do you mean i've already made it kind of like thought is like so much of our society though is like like, I will only be happy if it looks like this. And so they, like, project that even onto, like, an artist on the mm. side of the road. Mm. Like, right. you're like, no, I'm yeah. happy. Like, yeah. what do you yeah. mean? And they're like, oh, you once you, like, put music out or you get seen or you start making a ton of money, then you'll be happy. And you're like, wait, no, like, no, no. That no. sounds like, like I'm
1: going to be working for a yeah, lot of and, people. And like, yeah, like, I, <laughs> I don't have a job. Yeah. I don't have a boss.
0: Like, yeah. I'm, like <laughs> I'm winning. Right maybe that I is don't want to like, be
1: told how many TikToks I need to
0: right, upload every yeah,
2: day. And,
0: like, maybe that is, like, a part of just, like, the van life culture of like learning what contentment can look like. And like, it does look like me making just enough money in one week to like yeah, survive and yep, then like yep. have friends and community and things or, to go to.
1: Or just ask, right? you know, mm. like instead of assuming that like, and it, I don't think anybody's malicious when they walk up no, to you and they're like, dude, you're going to make it. Like that's their form of <laughs> I am. Excuse me. Right? No, yeah, it's really kind. Yeah. <laughs> I, know, I did it's, it. It's incredibly kind, but also like, What's another way that somebody could approach somebody like that? Mm. Could could you just ask, like, man, you're amazing. Like, what are your goals with this? Mm. Yeah, that's a great question. You know, and, like, just uh, assuming that we all have the same aspirations or intentions or goals is naive because we're all so fucking different. And I do it all the time. Yeah, oh, yeah. Right? Like, you know, like, I can walk up to somebody and I'm trying to relate, but Mm -hmm. all I'm relating is something that's vastly different right right right. so then i'm assuming which could make somebody comfortable or not right i I
2: think too like for me when i think of quote unquote making it like i'm never going to eliminate my anxieties or the way that i function and right now my problems are very human Mm -hmm. um and like the way i think about that is like if i don't go and play music i will be hungry Right. Like that's a very human issue. And so like my anxieties are associated with, I don't want to starve. (laughs) And so I need to go play music, which is a thing I'm really passionate about and I love doing. So then I'm grateful for those, those anxieties because they're motivating and they force me to do something. Whereas maybe I get in a situation where I'm creating a huge amount of passive income from music or something, Mm. which I, I would love to see it see happen. I would still feel those same anxieties and those same issues. Just and in I a different would, form. Yeah, maybe and I would have to. even stronger. Yeah, maybe you know? even stronger, and maybe they're in a way that's less human. Mm-hmm. Maybe, Maybe now my anxieties are around the fact that I need to respond to a bunch of emails. Right. I'm not as good at that as right. I am at going out onto a street corner and right playing music. Here my yeah, day-to-day life right now is pretty ideal yeah so there's not like a making it that I'm trying to strive for any more than like yeah I'm trying to get better at what I do I'm you know I'm realizing more and more that my music seems to work on just about any street corner so yeah. chances are good it would work on a larger scale yeah um, talking to people in the industry in la like you know hearing from them that they feel the same way that's right. all really really encouraging and exciting and it makes you think like wow maybe there's an there's another level think, to this but yeah there, there my day-to-day definitely is good is
1: another level I think that's like we constantly have to be asking ourselves how we can evolve and innovate because there's still issues with how things are being done, right? Right. right. Like, these artists that are incredibly talented, they get to a point where they think they're making it. All these yep. good guys that with pretty faces come out. They're like, hey, we're going to make you a star. Yep. And then these artists <laughs> find themselves $400,000 worth in debt yep. and Destroyed. working for the next yeah. 10 years, yep. feeling like they're forced to perform at a level or write at a level that they did when they, they were anymore. free. Yeah, <laughs> like, their hearts were open. You know? Yeah, it's like yeah, 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 now you've got people breathing down your neck. That societal pressure is so yeah. crazy. And like, yeah. and there's a the, lot of forms.
2: Even of the biggest artists in the world, like uh, Halsey, put out a TikTok. Yeah. It was like her only TikTok, where she was just like literally just explained in the TikTok my label wants me to blow up on TikTok or they won't let me release my album. So here's my That's, fucking TikTok. It's like every like recording artist I know right now. The biggest artist in the world. Like, it's like, yeah. I got told that by this, um, this kind of label organization in LA and I went looking at their label, and, you know, they had, you know, all these massive acts on their thing. And I was like, whoa, like these guys are really yeah. killing it. And so yeah. I get on this phone call with him and I'm thinking like, wow, this guy's going to set me up. And he gave me the same spiel. He probably gives, to, you know, these multi-platinum artists on his label which was like i want a tiktok every day for the next month and i was just like like, what what i do i was like that's not me dog like i don't know what you're talking about me up. yeah Yeah. Yeah. nathan would dominate
0: we're a sign
2: yeah Yeah. nathan would cruise that and that's (laughs) give me that line that's the thing that's changing dude
0: yeah i'm tired of ramen yeah that's the thing that's changing is like are we
2: you go back in time and if you were a singer songwriter or a musician um you were a part of a bigger mess of people and everybody (laughs) else had their job you had the producer you had the engineer you had um the label which is basically a bank right Mm. you have um the musician you have hired guns so you have somebody who comes in and plays violin and drums and stuff for your production you have a publicist Mm. you have a manager you have an agent you have um like a market managing team, like you had like 15 people that were all surrounding this one song. And this, uh, this friend of mine, Rob Gilligan, he's a producer. Um, he gave me the best advice I've ever heard, which is that like the music industry is every man for himself. Sure. You're now every single person has to do all of those jobs at the same time. And the person who is going to win you know like the person who's going to like really kill it in this industry is the person who can do all. all of those yeah, things right. worn all the hats yep. and, and, and that takes time it takes time but it also made me realize like i don't want to try to do that like i <laughs> yeah. don't even want You're to like, yeah. i'm not competitive enough yep. for that so it was like and that's where i realized like what making it means is like is are you able to do the thing that you love mm-hmm. and eat Like that was my paradigm. And I was like, if I can figure out a way to do that, then I'm doing it. Mm. And I was like, okay, if my monthly overhead is incredibly small Mm. and I'm, I am taking advantage of my anxieties, I am pointing them at, at, solvable problems i want to eat today i have to play music if that wasn't the, the case i wouldn't go out busking right yeah so if i if i organize my life in such a way where i'm taking advantage of my anxieties and i'm using my motivational like you know internal mechanisms to get me out on the street playing music and i'm playing music in such a way that makes me feel inspired and i'm eating i did it Right. like mission accomplished yeah. like yeah. you know like what totally
1: yeah i love that man and i think like the the thing that i think about too is you know not every day is going to be your best day like no. sometimes you get <laughs> sick but you still got to eat yep. and i think like the amount that the struggle you know allows for you to grow and is empowering to yourself to mm. say like i'm responsible for my own existence and i have this craft that i can share in order to make ends meet and sometimes you're going to go play hungry, <laughs> yep, you know, yeah. and it's yep. not like all these conditions are perfect all the time yeah. where you feel like dragging an amp and a mic out there and playing. Right. But like, I feel like once y'all start playing from what I've seen, it's like, yeah. oh yeah, it's like, it, yeah. this is who I am. <laughs> yeah. you know? I'm so excited.
0: Yeah. I, I'm like, we're getting ready to go play in a couple yeah, minutes. I'm today. like super stoked. I'm like, all right, I got to make some money too. Yeah. 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 I eat the breadcrumbs. Yeah. That's
2: yeah. what I'm saying is it's like, it's, it's human like we want that that challenge we want mm-hmm. that fear we want that yeah, and, you know, and I mean, if it was if you could count on it 100% of the time it wouldn't be as fun when it works right. yeah. like, when it works right. and it really properly works i mean like you saw us out at ob last week and it was or 2 weeks ago and you know big crowd of people everybody's yeah, hanging nice. out there's a whole vibe people really feel like they're a part of something mm-hmm. you know like there's this intense energy going on mm-hmm. like those types of experiences never get old because they're They're hard to manifest. They're difficult. They're challenging to find... You can play the same set, two different street corners, and, and one street corner, you know. A bunch off. of pretty girls dancing helps Yeah, too, I was gonna that. say, I was like, that was like the never, like, just splitting tips. You're we like, were talking Fuck. about, we were talking about, uh, we went and played and it was like, it was like pretty dead and it was doing okay. <laughs> and then like the whole like squadron of girls that like yeah. are staying at his Our girlfriend's friends, house, yeah. they, they like came over and started hanging out and immediately there was like so many yeah. people gathered and they're like, this music's so great. And I was just like, y'all caught me at the is it, you know? Yeah, like, that's like, why they
0: say sex out it does, man like, I'm I was pretty like, sure that's like the number one he's gonna I was get just, some like paper cutouts of pretty yeah. girls just like <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> like the baseball games yeah exactly <laughs> all the seats are filled with what's just paper what's your secret mache. we have actually stencils
2: honestly if you get like here's here's some advice for any musicians listening if you convince several pretty girls to like your music you're on to something sad, buddy yeah. yeah like you're really on for every one attractive female that likes your music you get Twelve 10 man. to 12 males <laughs> that will also like your music so you gotta count each of those individuals as 12 and, and then, then you've you got an glorify academic.
0: them for tipping. Yep. Yeah,
2: yeah, yeah. yeah. Exactly. Like, you can have the most passionate set of bros who like your music. I'm sorry, your career is, is just not going anywhere.
0: Right. <laughs> <laughs> I know everywhere. It's oh, like hilarious. when men work out, you know. Yeah. You don't want to get comments from the guy. No. You, right. <laughs> we all
2: know why we're really know how much you bench? <laughs> Nothing, honestly. My bench game <laughs> yeah. is true. Trash. negative yeah <laughs> it just not good <laughs> although we've been doing push-ups Nathan and I have nice, a bet dude. going about $5 push-up. a day if we yep. don't
0: do 100 push-ups winter so. yes. <laughs> <H-E> is coming <laughs> <laughs> yeah we gotta get huge that'll do it 100 push
2: a, a couple of my really close friends are gonna be the um, what's what's the name of it? not the ambassadors the um, camp stewards oh, really? for, for, for Hidden Valley, Valley this, this winter dude, so I'm gonna be so there for probably place, like 10 yeah. to 12 weeks this winter I wouldn't
1: Dang. be surprised if I end up out there dude it's yeah, so good I in love with that place
0: have you been out there yet? no I went just, like, outskirts of it, yeah. but, like, oh, no, I, I need to spend more time balanced, in there at the expensive. right time, because I think I was there the wrong time where it was hot and not, I don't know. I'm more yeah. of, like, a, I like the forest more than the desert
1: Yeah, it person. was unique, for sure. Like, J- you not to go when the weather's good. Like,
0: yeah, I was going to say,
2: like, summer you shit. need to go in the winter. You need to go, like, J-Tree is also kind of a, there's these oases of, of, magic energy there's no water but no <laughs> there's water, just these, yeah. these no weird the water. Thing it was these missing. weird condensations of magic yeah. Yeah. where if you're there like i don't care how much you like trees yeah like you're gonna love it okay like, yeah. it's it's the genuine rocks,
1: i mean the i mean the joshua trees are incredible like they're one there's mm-hmm. thousands okay. tens of thousands yes yeah. so i didn't and they that all sign. look like they're having like a dance party like it religion. is so strange and then it just like froze like they all have these like personality. It's like oh, a trees. Dr. Seuss land it's wild. Of, okay. of magic. I like Dr. Doct- Seuss. And, and
2: the rocks are like as if you designed the perfect playground. Like, out the moon yeah you like know, it's like
0: okay you guys did so, it okay <laughs> like i'll me, be there too but <laughs> it's
1: again what are you willing to sacrifice because there's no water no, yeah. no showers well, if there's good yeah. people that's I go, <laughs> the with people, the, I go with the
0: experience right. and people that's like what the i live people for people are unbeatable people.
2: it's unbeatable yeah. you'd like end it's up an in this village campsite of people
1: because like there's all these roundabouts that everybody mm. parks in mm-hmm. and because of the rocks and like the way the campsites are built there's a good amount of privacy at each. Okay, site. that's dope. But they're all close enough to where like
0: you can be found in the neighborhood. Yeah, yeah,
1: everybody will like, look like. Everybody basically starts fires at yeah. night, and there'll be several campsites with fires. And you just and like then, mosey all yeah, around. Yeah, you just see like yeah, orange yeah. glows, and just like make your way mm-hmm. over, and, like just mm-hmm. bring, just bring your own wood. You just vibe check real whatever. quick. I, yeah. I, I love doing that.
0: I, I yeah. will approach like giant fires and just like walk up, vibe check, drop like three jokes. If it doesn't take, walk out, go, <laughs> go to the next campfire. You're like <laughs> drop the same three jokes. <laughs> yeah. Same three jokes. Get more laughs. Sit down. Make takes. Make, yeah. <laughs> make twenty new best friends. Life is great. I love van life. <laughs> You pull up an amp and a mic, you just start doing, like, stand-up. No, I've <laughs> learned that is not my thing. I am bad at public speaking.
2: I'll walk up and just play dirtbag coffee over at, like, each different campfire. <laughs> yeah. Day, whichever group oh, yeah. is, like, the most into it. I'm like, cool, these are my friends. You want
1: rock Climb? Cool, as your best friends. Yeah. <laughs> speaking of which, y'all are about to go jam the farmer's market. Yeah, we are. So we should probably sign off. But, okay. Uh, really enjoyed the conversation yeah, with you. That was a blast. It and, was. Uh, I love just kind of throwing down and just seeing where it goes. And <laughs> we and did that. Having fun with it. But uh, <laughs> yeah, plug y'all's uh, Instagram's
0: uh, Venmo's for gas
1: money. Yeah. Whatever, okay. Whatever well, you want to plug right my now. My
0: Instagram is, and TikTok is travel vlog update, vlog with a V. And then that's where like I post all my stuff. So give a follow. I'll probably follow back, share, comment, like. Let's yeah. be best friends. <laughs> and then Venmo is Nathan dash Martinelli and that's it that's if how you, you how do you spell Martinelli M-A-R-T-I-N-E-L-L-I oh, right. and that, like that's how you can support me it's also a I, I got the gas. link tree on my account so I'm, yep. I, I know and I'm Nathan and I Nathan
2: and I are uh, we're heading up the coast uh, we're gonna be driving all the way from we're here oh, in yeah. San Diego all the way up to Washington yeah. and the way we're funding that is is literally by I busking love. and Venmo <laughs> and yeah just pay. y'all support love. feet pics whatever you guys want really just hit me up you that's find request <laughs> yep you can you can find uh my stuff for social media is uh bryce makes music because on bryce makes music it is in fact accurate um how do I you spell bryce though. b-r-i-c-e <laughs> and by the time you get through that
1: m-a-k-e-s-m-u-s-i-c good job that was really good well
0: done i was like scared you were gonna mess up i was like holding my breath for you really it's not my thing
2: yeah, Bryce makes music, and I've also got a link tree to my Venmo, Cash App, all that kind of stuff. If you want to help me get up the coast. Um, yeah. We love you. Awesome. Please do.
1: Yeah. I'll tag me. all of that in the show notes if Sweet. you are listening. Um, go follow these guys. Go support these guys, and uh, keep an eye out because they're uh, two beautiful souls <laughs> doing <laughs> stuff, <laughs> amazing oh, things. stop. Oh, oh. I'm just kidding. Don't <laughs> <laughs> We out.
2: All we right. Out. Peace. <laughs> peace.